a look behind closed doors, an ear for disregarded topics, a voice for the quiet ones. Up next on Ara City Radio, Francisca explores local matters. On local matters, this week we go on tour in Luxembourg's primary schools. Besides the regular offer in public schools, some primary schools in Luxembourg have a different concept. Today we have a visit at Eisscholl in Kirchberg and an interview with Saskia Hutz-Halks. She is a teacher in Cycle 2 of Eisscholl. We start with the most evident question. What is different about Eisscholl in comparison to other primary schools? We have an educational concept where we have different pillars that our school actually works on which are always meant for every child to find his own capability and his own strength. We have the individual working concept where every child can go in his own rhythm and with his own capabilities through every single program. So each cycle works in the way that uh, one child can be like almost ready with all the work for that cycle, for that program, and other ones are still maybe struggling a bit, but they have their own time. So everybody really works in his own rhythm. Nobody has to do everything at the same time. How does that work in practice? I imagine that it is quite difficult to put in place such a system. It's very lengthy to put in place. Every cycle has its own concept. It's always according to the child's capabilities and rhythm every single time. Uh, in cycle three and four, they work more like in weekly concepts. And in cycle two, we have just cut up the whole program of uh, first and second year of school. And we built them up in little, basically, work plans. So there's a work plan with different things they have to do, whether written or there's computer work on it. There is listening to music with it. There's games, always autocorrective. And then at the end, there's a test, and then you see whether they can go on to the next one. So basically it's like the one builds on the other and by the time they end of cycle two they have a certain autonomy to be able to work with these weekly concepts as well. So that is the way it works. At first it's a lot of work. The ones it's standing, because we keep the children for two years, you always have half of the class who always already knows the concept and can work by themselves and can also help the other ones, the little ones who come up. So basically once it's in place, It works virtually by itself, so it's just, it's quite good. <laughs> that means actually that you don't work like a normal school where you have one teacher in front of one class who talks to everyone and the whole class does the same. Yes, we don't work at all like that. <laughs> Basically, we have, well, in cycle two is, is what I know best because that's where I work, There's mainly what we have to teach them is to learn to, to read and write and to calculate, so calculus. And they can choose themselves what they do before the break. They do the one and then after the break they have to do the other. And they can organize their work themselves. We just have one big grid where we check whether they're taking too long in a certain in a certain Teilarbeitsplan, as we call it. It's uh, the cut-up uh, work plan. But because the ones that are really, really strong, they can just speed on and they don't need anybody. Usually those are the ones who make trouble in your class because they're just bored. They're not bored because they can just speed on and the other ones who are struggling or need a bit of extra motivation, we have our hands free for those. 
So it's actually easier. Once it's in place, it's easier. You guide the children. You don't teach them. You guide them through their own learning. So the content of the lessons is the same as in other schools, but they learn by themselves. Yes. We have the same program as any other school in Luxembourg. Uh, we just go about it differently. For example, if there's something new they have to learn, for example, adjectives, there will be in his uh, papers that he gets a little explanation and then a little box that he has to come and explain it to us, to the adults at that time in the room. So he will have to try and understand what's going on, explain it to us, and then we can tell he's understood it or maybe he didn't. And then we have a one-on-one -on -one teaching moment where we can actually explain it to the child by himself. So that makes it a lot easier for the child to understand and for us to explain it as well. Sounds like a lot of autonomy for such young children. That's the whole point of our school, autonomy. <laughs> that makes them strong and it makes them think. And we, we don't want people who don't think for themselves. I feel like usually children are only encouraged to be autonomous from lycée on, or even a bit later. I think that's underestimating children or their capabilities. Most people, whether they're little or, or big or young or old, really want to be able to do their own thing. But they need some guidance, they need a, a frame in which they can do it. And if you can arrange this frame to be clear, then they can really move in their own pace and it just makes them a lot happier and a lot more disciplined. Sometimes it's difficult at first to get them that far. It's not like they just arrive and it happens magically. It doesn't. But you have to continue to explain to them how it works, how they can go about it. And then at some point it just, it just works. And then they are autonomous and they can move in their own pace and they are proud of their work. And they start comparing it with others as well, like, oh, you were only there, I'm there already. So that moves them as well. You get some kind of energy in the class and it's really good. Mm, do you have some kind of grading? Primary school in Luxembourg, you don't really have grading like points anymore. So you have a certain competence levels that you have to reach at the end of the cycle. And that's the same for us. So basically they have to be able to calculate in the numerical field from zero to 100. But the way we go about it, he sort of finds it himself. And then we can tell he can do it or he can't because we, we test them just the same. But they, they don't do the tests all at the same time. When they're ready with their, with their work plan, they do their test and then we can see whether it works or not. So you can have two children playing, doing a game, of course, something that has to do with their work, but they can play a game, other one is on the computer and two other children are maybe doing a test or everybody does something, but they don't do the same thing. Mm, your school has an integrative approach. You have a higher percentage of special needs children. How many atypical children do you have? At least 10%, which is quite a lot because it's, uh, it's, it can be quite heavy on a class sometimes. So um, luckily, because the children, the other children that are supposed to be typical and not atypical, uh, they, um, they are used to uh, growing up with these other children with special needs. So they are a lot more relaxed when a child becomes, uh, I don't know, aggressive or strange or weird. They're just so used to it. They just push them to the side or they give them a hug or whatever is needed at that time. And they know exactly what these kids need at that time. 
probably a lot better than we do. And that works? It works. It works very well because they are not strange strange people that they've never seen before. They've grown up with them. They see their, their plus points and their negative points and everybody has those. And it's something they're so used to getting on with that it doesn't bother them anymore. To them it's natural, which is really what we want. It should be natural. They shouldn't be all in one school on the side and they should be part of the whole community, which they are here. We want to have a, a school where we live together. That's why the name of our school is, is our school. Ice Shoal means our school. In the beginning you talked about the pillars of the school. We have elaborated on one of them. What are the other pillars? One of the, the pillars that we do is also um, project work. So at some point a child can say, or they have to do a project. In different cycles it's different amounts of time and it has different concepts. But at some point a child can say, I'm really interested in Vikings. Okay, brilliant. What do you want to know about Vikings? And then he has to, for example, he has to find five questions he might have about Vikings. And then he has to answer it before he actually goes and look for anything. So it's hypothetical, really. And then he goes and try and find the uh, the information on internet in books. We have a large library where exactly we have these books. And if a child has a subject that we don't have in any books about, we're going to buy them. Then he can actually find his own answers, and then he has to present it to the rest of the class. So basically, he's going to make a poster, he's going to make a PowerPoint presentation or a prezi, depending on what they what their capabilities are and where in what cycle they are. They have also uh, an adult somewhere who will be able to help him. If it's a subject, for example, I don't know something about hospitals, then maybe they could find a, a professional who could actually give them information. So we find somebody they can talk to, they can have an interview with. So it's a quite a large thing and it makes them really responsible of the result at the end. And it's quite amazing what the children can bring together in, in actually a relatively short time. And they can present it in front of the parents, in front of their class at first to test it, but then in front of the parents, and it's a whole evening. And it's it's something quite enriching for parents and for children, and also for us, because we see how they arrive at first and what they're capable of after so many months. And it's quite impressive. Uh, we also have a concept that we call citizen education. Mm -hmm. it's, it's basically everybody is capable of moving things. Whether you are small or big, a child can come to school and say, I really would like to have an, a nicer playground, for example. He can bring this to the two people in his class that are, that are part of the school council, pupil council, Schüler Parliament. And they can then uh, come up with this idea and then the others will together try and find a way to do it. It's not like, yes, we're going to get this now, we're going to do this for you. They have to come up with an idea, how to pay for it, how we can uh, work this concept out. So they really are involved in everything they do. And it's very important to us that they learn how to discuss things, how to ask for things, how to discuss things, how to work on their own ideas and how to bring from an idea and make it a whole concept. Do you have an example for something that has emerged out of this council? It actually was. Our, our playground was really just concrete and uh, wasn't very pretty. And the children came up with that idea. 
and then something was worked out and in the end we worked on it together with the parents over weekends it was a, a joint venture parents and teachers and, and educators and everybody together worked on making this uh, this beautiful we have some beautiful wooden houses and uh, yeah it's a nice playground now another one is the cool books which we call the cool books because it's like a container and they have loads of bicycles, go-karts and things like that. And that's something that they wanted to have. And then also there, how are we going to get the money? So they made, there's raffles, there's school parties and things like that. They managed to get the money together. And now they also, we have these go-karts. They have to be kept in shape. If something breaks and they have to repair it. So we have one of them, the educators, very, very handy. And then he helps the children at repairing these things it makes them more proud of what they have they're more careful with it it's not just something that they get and mummy and daddy buys a new one if it if it breaks it doesn't work like that if it's broken it's broken so we have to find new money to be able to buy new ones or we have to repair them so it gives them a different feeling of what they have and how to keep it uh, we also do that every class has its own council for their own children uh, simple things like what made you happy this week, uh, what would you like this week, have you had a conflict that you couldn't solve by yourself and these things are done in every single cycle. Uh, it's also there's one there as well where every class is represented by two, two pupils so everybody has a voice and and can use that voice. Okay perfect, thank you. That was Saskia Hutz-Halks, a teacher at Eisscholl in Kirchberg. And on Local Matters this week we focus on primary school concepts which are out of the ordinary. That was Local Matters with Francisca Peschel every Tuesday to Thursday at 9.40 on Ara City Radio, 102.9, 105.2, 87.8 and in our podcast on aracityradio.com.